Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So, we have a huge recall from Skippy, Skippy Foods LLC, recalling thousands of pounds of Skippy peanut butter because of stainless steel fragments possibly contaminating a limited number of jars. Now, the company, which is owned by Hormel Foods, said that it was recalling more than 9,000 cases And if you're wondering, I mean, it's no worry because it's the reduced fat peanut butter. I don't know anyone who buys the reduced fat peanut butter, but you may. Uh, That amounts to 161,692 pounds of Skippy reduced fat peanut butter. Now, of course, uh, the fragments are from a piece of manufacturing equipment. Someone just didn't put those in there as terror and skippy foods llc out of an abundance of caution and with emphasis on the quality of its products is issuing the recall to ensure that consumers are made aware of the issue then we find out that lucky charms is going to recall some of their cereals at least 139 customers across the country have reported they vomited and had diarrhea after eating a bowl of the cereal (laughs) oh my gosh uh one girl said she's projectile vomiting didn't stop until the following day the whole weekend my son was like a zombie on the couch said one lady So, food safety, of course, is their top priority. Lucky Charms is saying, hey, we are aware of the consumer claims submitted via the website, but uh, we, uh, we don't believe that it's cereal is the cause of these illnesses. But we are ongoing. I Sorry, I said they were going to recall them. They're not recalling them. They are conducting an ongoing review so if you you know downed a bowl of lucky charms either with milk or dry and then ended up feeling sick (laughs) and projectile vomiting for a day or so uh it's because of the lucky charms but they claim no it's not okay so sure they've recalled the cereal in the past because of salmonella poisoning but uh, this has nothing to do with that okay sure they've recalled uh, boxes of fruit loops and apple jacks and corn pops and honey smacks uh you know 10 years ago because of the foul order from the liners of the packages but uh, they're not recalling the lucky charms because guess what uh we don't believe you uh you were sick because of something else oh okay well then all is well Welcome, welcome to Chewing the Fat. Riding horses to work, making your own soap, hacking gas pumps. It seems as though the Biden America is right on schedule. But we've dug up something that 
gives us hope because jp morgan declared that alternatives are no longer optional and they're encouraging everyone to look outside of just stocks and bonds because one of the hottest markets on earth is in an unexpected alternative art it's surprising to hear that people invest in art unless you know the stats it's got a 0.01 correlation to public equities, which means it's great for diversification. And its returns have outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% for the last 25 years. Now, art investing is no longer just for the billionaires. Anyone can do it with Masterworks, the first platform letting anyone add shares of famous art to their portfolio. Listeners to this show can skip Masterworks waitlist by going to masterworks.art slash Jeffy. No waiting online, no waiting in line. Skip the waitlist by going to masterworks.art slash Jeffy. Again, that's masterworks.art slash Jeffy. You can see important regulation A disclosures at masterworks.io slash CD. So I see where Hope Solo, former U.S. Women's National Soccer Team goalkeeper star Hope Solo, was arrested uh, this weekend because she was passed out sleeping behind the wheel of a vehicle in North Carolina with her two-year-old twins inside. So the police report said Solo was arrested, well, on Thursday, I said this past weekend, in a shopping center uh, in Winston-Salem and charged uh, with driving while impaired. She wasn't driving. She was sleeping in the car at the parking lot. I guess how did she get there? Resisting a public officer and misdemeanor child abuse. She's been released from jail and has a court date of June 28th. It's going to be interesting to see the outcome of this because she didn't, uh, she wouldn't blow, you know, for the police officers, but they did, you know, take a blood test when she was arrested. Now, according to the report, uh, she was asleep behind the steering wheel for more than an hour with the vehicle's engine running. I, you know, it's got to have the air on. I mean, I, I, the responding officer said, oh, I can smell alcohol. And the warrant said that Solo refused the sobriety test. Yeah, but the, of course, when you refuse, they draw blood. And so the, uh, her attorney uh, released a statement saying, uh, look, we're not going to respond to the specific charges, but, uh, you know, my client is, uh, is fine. And, uh, her kids are her life. She was released immediately and is now home with her family. Now she has said, uh, released a statement that said, our family is strong and surrounded with love. Our kids are strong, intelligent, happy, and vibrant. And we are present every day, giving them the best life possible. That's what she wrote on her Instagram story, adding she would reveal the circumstances of her arrest later. So, and she went on to say that, uh, you know, our kids are enjoying North Carolina sun, eating popsicles. You know, hubby uh, plays for the Bucks, or he's a, you know, an NFL player and the twins were born last year. So, you know, she can't say anything, obviously, because the, of the advice of counsel, but she said that uh, the story is more sympathetic than the initial charges suggest. So I always love the uh, resisting arrest because she's like, I'm sure she's like, no, I'm not, you're not going to arrest me. I'm fine. And so that's, I'm sure that's resisting arrest. I don't know what happened. I'm just guessing that that's what happened. Now, was she drunk? I don't know. The blood test will tell. Uh, you know, we've all, 
Uh, I mean, I can remember pulling into my folks' driveway with uh, one of my kids. I don't even remember which one now. Sound asleep in the car seat. And I would be so tired. And I remember just pulling into the driveway because we were going to go there for dinner after work. And so I pull in the driveway and I just leave the car running. The AC is on and the kid's asleep. I don't want to wake up the kid and I'm just going to, I'm going to sleep for a little while too. Now that's in my folks driveway. That's not in a parking lot, but I understand the process. So if you're really tired and the kids are asleep or at least part of the time for that hour that some person saw them in the parking lot with this lady asleep behind the wheel passed out as it's being reported and the kids are in the back. So, you know, I don't know. When is a time that you report it? I guess, you know, the lady had nothing better to do to, you know, than to say, I've been watching her for over an hour and nothing has happened. Those kids have been in the back of the car. So we'll see. Uh, what happens with the Hope Solo case? I just find it interesting as all. Well. I most definitely have not looked at any of the naked pictures or any of that that was out there because of the Hope Solo debacle. I mean, I know that she was charged with allegedly assaulting her half-sister and nephew back in 2014. Those charges were dropped. And her husband was convicted of drunk driving. And I know that in 2012... Um, she, Stevens was a charge, her husband was charged with, uh, assaulting her, but the charges there were dropped as well. So she's had a, you know, she's had a, she's been quiet the last few years, living large with, uh, with hubby and then having the kids. So it'll be interesting to see if the, what the blood test comes back as if she actually had, uh, alcohol or some kind of drugs in her system that made her pass out. If that's the case. I mean, now we're looking at something that is, uh, well, you can quote me on this, not good. Remember the story about the guy who had the Six Flags $150 annual dining pass? And uh, he was saying that he ate there every day uh, and saved all kinds of money because he would go to Six Flags and eat lunch because he had the unlimited uh, dining pass. He would eat lunch there and I think he would eat dinner there too. Uh, and so it was worth the $150 for the annual dining pass. <laughs> and everybody was like, yeah, that's a good deal. Uh, we love that. He ate all his meals at Six Flags. Uh, that's a good deal. <laughs> and he'd been doing it for quite some time. And he shouldn't have talked about it. We talked about it then. Why would you talk about it? He was, it was such a good deal. You got to keep that kind of thing to yourself, man. Or just, you know, close friends. It's tough to do in today's world, though. When you have such a good thing, you want to share it and you laugh about it. Well, Six Flags, uh, you know, obviously uh, caught on and said, Oh, yeah, no, uh, we can't do that anymore. So it's discontinued. Now it's $150 annual dining pass. <laughs> They've announced a whole new pricing system for their passes, which have a bunch of people saying, Hey... What are you guys doing? Because we really like that a lot. And so they, the park now uh, says that we've simplified it into three tiers of the annual pass. Uh, the annual passes now include unlimited access to all Six Flags parks in the country, uh, merchandise discounts, and access to better parking. However, not one of the three tiers includes unlimited meals. So for $329.99, you get the ultimate pass. That includes a 10-meal dining plan. Just 10 meals. 
So there's no unlimited anymore. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, my man Mel is like, oh, well, I'm going to ride what I have on, you know, my latest pass. And uh, so they didn't uh, just cut it off. They just not, you can't re-up it. So when this is done for him, when his year time is up for the latest pass of the unlimited dining pass, um, no, uh, that is not going to happen anymore. So for those of you that are using that, uh, you know, sorry, it's over. Bummer. And I know you're just going to have to go there for the rides. Uh, maybe you get the ultimate pass and get the 10 meal dining plan. Probably saves you a little bit, a little bit of money if you go there. But, uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to offer anything else, but as far as the unlimited meals go with the pass, sorry, it's over. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh. So Elon all over the news as he, uh, they crushed quarter one. I know Tesla delivered 310,000 vehicles last quarter, which was a big jump from last year's quarter one. And uh, the growth is all the more impressive because the, uh, the legacy car makers like GM and Toyota, uh, reported declines, uh, respectively with the chip shortages still hampering production. Yet, uh, this administration does not even acknowledge that Elon and Tesla exist. But last week we talked about Elon and him asking the question about Twitter and free speech. And we come to find out now that he just bought a the largest portion of Twitter. I know. <laughs> a 9.2% stake in Twitter. $3 billion. Nice. That makes him the biggest uh, shareholder in Twitter now. It's not going on board on the board right now, but uh, I would say that uh, that's coming. This is just a shakeup, and you know the thing is, is I don't know if we talked about this on the air or not, but you know, so I've, I we did talk about it. I remember talking about it off the air that you know he probably will buy into Twitter, and um, and he did right. But the problem is, is that the business now the the mental thought of Twitter is so ingrained in the employees. It's going to take more than a board seat to change that. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to take a little while, but good. Maybe we get to, uh, maybe we get to, uh, you know, open up some of the free speech on Twitter. Thanks to Elon buying in. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, I'm sure that that board seat, at least one, probably more than one, uh, coming as he buys in as the largest shareholder <laughs> and the Twitter shares surged by 26% after Musk's purchase was revealed on Monday. So good luck. Good luck to Jack and, uh, what's his face. That's the CEO now Parag Agarwal. Um, uh, good luck. Good luck to them at Jeffy JFR is my Twitter handle. If you're not aware. I see where Apple is uh, still fighting with Facebook or Meta. Uh, they uh, said that uh, people have noticed that uh, the company's showcase of essential suggested apps in its app store. Hey, man, you know what? We're not going to mention. Uh, we're not going to mention Facebook or Instagram. Wait, 
What? Yeah. We know that Facebook only has 1.9 billion daily active users. Instagram boasts 120 million active users. But, uh, and Facebook has a far higher uh, numbers than Twitter. Twitter has 206 million. TikTok has 15.5 million. Okay. Snapchat, Snapchat, one of Meta's closest competitors, is around 428 million monthly active users. And it's listed first by Apple in their uh, essential suggested apps. But they took off uh, Facebook uh, and Instagram. Yeah, we're not going to mention you anymore. Okay. Sure, you're still there. I can still, they could, people can still get you on our, on our, in our app store, but we're just not going to mention you. Okay. So not only did they lose meta a billions of dollars in revenue when they took care of their new privacy feature, the app tracking transparency, which they claim cost meta 10 billion in revenue. Wow. So, I mean, they, they, that fight's been going on. Now Apple is saying, hey, you know what? Uh, I just, we just, we're, we'll still allow you onto our app store, but we're just not going to mention you, okay? <laughs> I don't know how much that, that, that's going to cost Meta, but I'm sure that Tim and Zuck will be in the ring very soon. I don't know if it'll be the Octagon or if it'll be in just the wrestling ring, but they could... Uh, you know, that could happen very soon, which would be fantastic uh, pay-per-view uh, for uh, either WWE or MMA. MMA? MMA? Yeah. Uh, and, and the Octagon would be awesome. Uh, Cook and Zuck in the Octagon. Nice. Or Cook and Zuck in a closed cage match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's not going to happen, but one can dream. Amazing to me that the Will Smith thing is still ongoing. Just wow. Uh, he resigned or he sent his resignation to the Academy and the Academy said, yeah, we accepted it, which I didn't think they would do. I thought they would just say, you know, we're going to take it. I'll put it on the desk and get back to us after you get some help, Will. But no, uh, David Rubin, Academy president, said we have received and accepted Mr. Will Smith's immediate resignation from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Scientists. We will continue to move forward with our disciplinary proceedings against Mr. Smith for violations of the Academy's standards of conduct in advance of our next scheduled board meeting on April 18th. Whatever. What's the worst that the Academy can do? He's already... He's already... Uh, resigned or are they going to take the Oscar away? I mean, come by and pick it up. Good luck getting out of the property, but okay. And will seems to be okay with it. He said, I will fully accept any and all consequences for my conduct. My actions at the 94th Academy Awards presentation were shocking, painful, and inexcusable. And he's taking a big hit. I mean, the Netflix film titled fast and loose due to star will has been shelved in light of the scandal Wow, that's not the only thing either. Other Netflix projects, including The Council and Bright 2, could also be binned as a consequence for the violent actions. And his Apple Plus show, uh, deep in post-production on the drama titled Emancipation, which tells the story of a runaway slave from a Louisiana plantation. Uh, they were hoping that that would give him a Best Actor nomination. And now the streamer Apple Plus says, uh, you know, we don't have a release date for that yet. 
I thought it was supposed to be next year. Yeah, we we don't know. Uh, we, we'll get back to you on that. And it also claimed that Bad Boys 4, which has been in active development at Sony, uh, he had already had 40 pages of the script. Eh, that's going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and pause that. Oh, okay. And there were some other projects with Sony as well. Plus, his production company was involved in making a lot of this stuff. Uh, this cost Will big. I, you know, uh, the fir- my first thought of this that it wasn't real, that it was just a bit. And boy, if it was a bit, it backfired big, big. Uh, I so I don't know what what Will does now. The only thing that he does do is he bent the knee, and that's still not enough. Uh, always, never bend the knee. I mean, he bent the knee and apologized to everyone, including Chris Rock. And I mean, he apologized to everyone, and it still is never enough. Just incredible. Now, Jada, you know, no one's talking about Jada, but this makes her show that uh, Red Table Talk or whatever she calls it uh, bigger than ever. Right? Everybody's going to want to hear what she has to say. Yeah, it's just a, it's an amazing thing that uh, I I I still feel that there's more to it than just Chris making a joke about the wife and having a bald head. Uh, I feel like maybe Chris was uh, you know taking care of a little Jada Pinkett business uh, on the side, and Will was not happy about it and thought maybe you know uh, that was uh, that was part of the deal. I don't know. We'll see. Nobody wants to talk about. It. I saw where uh, Mel Gibson was on Jesse Waters' program on Fox. And, uh, you know, it was one-on-one with Mel Gibson. It was one of those movie hit. He's promoting his new movie, Father Stew, which I'm sure is, you know, great. And uh, it's one of these doing the press junket where he's doing the rounds of interviews. And at the, the clip, the full clip, is 5 minutes and 17 seconds long. So I'm guessing that it's a five-minute hit for Jesse to talk to Mel Gibson. But Jesse does ask the question at the end about Will Smith. And Mel wants nothing to do with it. He doesn't answer it. Nothing. And you hear his handler come on and say, that's the end of the interview. It's really, really funny. I was wondering if, you know, you had been the one that jumped up out of his seat and slapped Chris. Oh, yeah. No, he he doesn't want to ask it. Same way, Mel. Hello, Jesse. Um, thank you. That's our time. <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? Keep it going, Jess. Um, I'm, thank you, Jesse. Um, okay. Yes, that is our time. Okay. Well, Mel, thank you very much for joining Jesse Waters Primetime, and we really appreciate it. April 13th, the movie drops. Father Stew. We really enjoyed it. Thank you. Uh, thank you. We really enjoyed it. I got to hand it to Jesse, though. You got to ask the question, even if he was told he wasn't supposed to ask it. Awesome. Got the interview in, asked it at the end, got the great kick at the end. He, Mel wanted nothing to do with it. He waved his hand up in the air and smiled like, ah, no, 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 no. Either you're not supposed to ask me that or I'm not going to answer that either way. And then the handler comes on and hello, Jesse, that's it. Time's up. Have a nice day. That's awesome. Meal 
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So today is the 4th of April, 2022. For those of you that are listening live or that are not listening live, um, we had the Grammys last night, which uh, were awesome. I didn't watch them, but I, they were awesome. I recorded it just in case something you know really big happened. You got to go back and catch it. The most memorable moment of the night, I'm told, was the pre-recorded speech from Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, who implored artists to fill the silence with your music. Oh, okay, thanks, uh, Mr. President. We we appreciate it. We'll just keep that war right on rolling for you. Um, I see where uh, John Baptiste. Uh, picked up five trophies, including the top prize of Album of the Year. Uh, I'm sure Trevor Noah was awesome in his, uh, you know, hosting duties there in Vegas. And uh, I see where some other big winners, Silk Sonic, the duo of Bruno Mars and Anderson, uh, Olivia Rodrigo, one best new artist, Kanye West. Again, it's yay, okay? It's not Kanye West. Yay, despite being absent from the show. Yeah, they asked him not to show up. Won two awards. And I, that was kind of that was kind of cool. I mean, yay didn't show up. They asked him not to show up. He won two awards. The comedy album of the year, best comedy album of the year, went to Louis C.K. Wow, they must be pissed. I don't understand. Uh, you had uh, uh, Lavelle... Crawford, Chelsea Handler, Lewis Black, Nate, Nate Bargatz, and Kevin Hart, along with Louis C.K., were up for the best comedy album, and Louis C.K. won that award. Fantastic for Louis. I don't know. Does that mean he's back? I don't know. Maybe people, you know, they're pissed. I mean, Louis got caught up in that Me Too movement, and it's really weird because... Um, you know, even the stories of his friends, we've talked about his case before on the show. It's just amazing to me, you know, so you weren't crazy about him wanting to diddle with himself in front of people, but he asked, he always asked and they were saying, we just couldn't say no. Couldn't you? Couldn't you say no? Cause we heard stories from his friend and I forget who it was. We used to say that she was there a number of times and we'd get pizza and Louie would say, Hey, is it okay if I diddle myself? And she would say, no, dude, I just want to have our pizza. And he would have the pizza. He would say, okay, fine. I mean, he would ask all you had to do was say, no, how about no, Louie, not right now. Okay. (laughs) And I see where my man, John Hyatt lost. Very, very sad. I love John Hyatt. Uh, I've seen him a couple times live, more than I think I've seen John two or three times. Really like John Hyatt a lot, but he um, he lost. He was uh, nominated under the Best Americana Album. I didn't know that was a that was a portion of the Grammys, but the Best Americana Album uh, went to a Native Sons by Los Lobos. 
John Hyatt did not win that. I'm sure he was just a just a proud proud feeling to be nominated. Jackson Brown didn't was in that category as well and didn't win. I don't think Jackson has won a uh, a Grammy. I looked at some of the other uh, snubs. Justin Bieber, eight nominations, didn't get one. Went home empty-handed. Wow. I mean, he's had he's only won two Grammys from 22 nods. Poof. Okay. Uh, no problem. I, and I think uh, Billie Eilish, who performed and just won an Oscar uh, and had, I mean, she's had seven Grammys in the last two years and an Oscar last year went home empty-handed. Oh, okay. No problem. You got it. Uh, Halsey, uh, nothing. Sorry. Uh, plus, you know, just as a side note, <laughs> uh, I'll show you a picture during the Chewing the Fat segment on Pat Unleashed during on Wednesday's show. But uh, Justin Bieber had borrowed a suit from me, and I expect it, uh, when he returns it, uh, I want to make sure that he has it dry cleaned and so you'll get the joke, but I'm just letting you in on a little inside information on the story uh, that will take place this coming Wednesday, uh, the 6th of April, 2022, during the Pat Gray Unleashed program. Okay. All right. Good. And I see where uh, Doja Cat beat out uh, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga uh, for a Grammy. Did you see? Oh, you know, the Oscars were so overshadowed by this Will Smith slap but i saw a couple of really well one weird and one really cool thing uh from the oscars um lady gaga speaking of lady gaga uh, i guess that's her gig now is going on around with all the old entertainers because her deal with tony bennett and but at the oscars she came out on stage with liza minnelli liza minnelli was in a wheelchair and i mean she looked okay uh you know for someone who is uh, Lady Liza Manelli, who is 76 years of age now. She looked a lot older than 76. I don't know why she was in a wheelchair, but uh, she looked a lot older than 76. Okay, so she's got, at 76, she said that she has uh, two false hips, a wired up knee, scoliosis, and three crushed discs. Woof, that's not good. And she was diagnosed with viral encephalitis and returned to the hospital for a second time just a few days ago. So, Liza, man, it was good. It was nice that uh, Gaga was giving her, uh, you know, respect, but it also was kind of like Gaga. I mean, okay. And I see one of the other things that I thought was really cool, the thing that got overshadowed, was Kevin Costner's speech before the uh, Best Director Award that went to uh, Jane Campion, right? Hair, Hair of the Dog or Lost Dog or Gay Cowboy Movie or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> but Costner's speech before then, his little two or three minute uh, soliloquy before the uh, list of, hey, that's okay, now we'll give you the Best Directors, was awesome. 
I talked about him being a little kid at seven, watching going to the movie theater and watching how the West was won and not wanting to leave his magic seat. And that's what made him a fan of movies and how he wanted to become come you know part of Hollywood. It was really good. Uh, you know, I'm a Costner fan, but that was really good. And a big surprise also from the Grammys, which uh, you know a little surprising actually. Uh, Barack Obama. Uh, the former president of Promised Land didn't win Best Spoken Word Album. What? Are you kidding me? As, as the world turned on its axis? I'm not sure. I mean, he's already... Uh, I think he's already got a Grammy, right? Yeah, that's his first Grammy loss. He won twice in that category before he was elected president. <laughs> <laughs> so what is happening they didn't give it to him and i remember yes jackson brown that's what i was thinking about earlier when i mentioned jackson brown being in the americana division there with john hyatt jackson brown 15th studio album uh, downhill from everywhere lost best americana album brown has never won a grammy wow eighth nomination um, his highest profile nomination came with Running on Empty. You think that he would have won a Grammy for that one album of the year? Nope. Have a nice day. And you know, I don't think John Hyatt has won a Grammy either. I mean, John has been nominated. I know he's been nominated a number of times for a Grammy award, but I don't think he's ever won a Grammy. So that's kind of sad as well. He definitely deserves a Grammy. He's John Hyatt. Yeah, I'll tell you. Um, uh, I see where, um, the music industry we talked last week a little bit about how the global recorded music market was up 18.5 percent in 2021 uh, to hit 25.9 billion dollars in revenue in 2021 and the top global artist was bts uh, also known as the bangtan Bo- bangtan boys from south korea uh, guess what they didn't win a grammy either this year <laughs> the top global artist and they don't win a grammy are you freaking kidding me? So, uh, and they also talked about how, you know, another story talked about streaming, which includes formats like paid subscriptions, Facebook licensing, and TikTok included for the first time, accounts for 83% of industry revenue. Wow. Vinyl sales grew for the 15th straight year uh, and hit a billion dollars in sales for the first time since 1986. Uh, physical formats accounted for 11% of music industry revenue. Wow. So the digital era, I mean, the artists are still struggling with that digital era, but there's money to be made. I don't know who's making it all. Maybe Amazon. I mean, I see where Amazon CEO Andy Jassy, uh, yeah, he made $212 million last year. Now his salary is just $175,000. <laughs> But uh, he got compensation in uh, stock shares, 61,000 stock shares. So that gets him up there into that $213 million window. Not bad. Uh, Not bad. I see where, and speaking of Amazon, I mean, those guys are making, I mean, hello, all kinds of money. I know Bezos, uh, who is not, he's currently serving as the executive chairman. Uh, He has a base salary of $81,000. (laughs) $840. Oh, okay. So he's still making a salary, but not off that, uh, 200 and some billion. I'm sorry. He's not over 200 billion anymore. $190 billion is what he's worth. 
Huh. He does also, he spent $1.6 million on security and business travel, which the company is happy to pay for. Don't worry about it. That's, that's part of the deal. Well, Jassy, the CEO, he only spent $600,000 uh, on uh, security and business travel. Oh, well, that's special. No problem. And the new web services CEO, the guy that took Jassy's place, uh, when Jassy took over when Bezos left, uh, Adam Slesky, he was paid only $81.4 million and part of the Worldwide Consumer Division. That's all, though. <laughs> so good, good, good. Now, no, I, let me rephrase that, okay? I want to be sure I have this right. So the Amazon Web Services CEO, Adam Selepsky. Now he took over Jassy's place when Jassy took Bezos's place. He was paid eighty-one point four million. The worldwide consumer division CEO, he's got to be pissed, earned only fifty-six million dollars. So that's a good life for those four or five people at Amazon. But uh, man, good for them. Good for them. Speaking of, I mean, we have to do who died today? Who died today? Estelle Harris passed away, 93 years of age. She died of natural causes in Palm Desert, California. Rest in peace, Estelle Harris. You uh, will remember her, uh, or, you know, for sure should remember her as the mother of. Jason Alexander's character in Seinfeld. Uh, she was awesome. Uh, she was also Mrs. Potato Head and the latter three story, three Toy Story films, which was awesome. Uh, she was, you know, did a great job on that. I see where I was reading a little bit about her life, and she was born uh, Estelle Nussbaum in uh, 1928 in Manhattan. Got her first start in Hollywood. Uh, in Looking Up and then Once Upon a Time in America. Then she landed a three-episode gig on Night Court. She was married to her husband, Cy Harris, from 1953 until his death in January 2021. So she lived a little bit more than a year after her husband died. Very sad and rest in peace. I saw where Jason Alexander had tweeted one of his favorite people is past. My TV mama, Estelle Harris. The joy of playing with her and relishing her glorious laughter was a treat. I adore you, Estelle. Love to your family. Serenity now and always. Hashtag RIP Estelle Harris. Uh, you know, 182-some thousand likes at the time of that screenshot for the story. Uh, I mean, she was she was absolutely loved, and it was you know very sad that she passed away. Um, you know, and of course, you know her husband dies, and she hung out for you know a, a year later and couldn't do it anymore. That was enough. She wanted to be with the man who she loved. Also, uh, who died today? Another who died today? Uh, the Black News Channel. <laughs> I know, I know. Don't look at me like that. Uh, it's no more. All right, uh, no more. It was owned by the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Shad Khan. And he was the majority owner. 
and uh, he pulled the plug on the old Black News Channel. He invested $50 million into the Black News Channel. Uh, wow. Uh, Shad, if you want to donate 50 mil to Jeff Fisher's uh, Fat News Channel, uh, I'm in. I'm in because I'll make it work somehow. I mean, the Black News Channel filed for bankruptcy and Khan was like, yeah, no, we I'm not going to invest any more money into the old Black News Channel. Nope. Have a nice day. Uh, walking away. I'm no longer going to fund the old BNC News and gonna file for bankruptcy and shutter the operations. Wow. Okay. Have a nice day. So rest in peace. Black News Channel. Also, uh, those of you that want to contact the show, you can email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. I got an email from Frank in Michigan. And I want to believe that this email is, you know, this is just urban legend. All right. There's no way that this could be true. I, I, I believe that people are weird enough for this to be true, but I don't think that it is true. Okay, so he emailed me. Hey, Jeff, I was listening to the story you were telling about the guy injecting cocaine into his man parts. Uh, First of all, I can't help but think that the guy probably goes by the assumed name Bunter Hyden. (laughs) Oh, okay. I mean, I'll give you a little joke, all right? Secondly, I have a similarly disgusting story. Really? Yeah, okay. So I know a guy that is a firefighter he's also a trained paramedic okay so you know a guy that's a firefighter and also a trained paramedic while he was doing his clinicals where he had to shadow a doctor or nurse at a hospital he encountered a certain woman this woman had prostituted out every known usable area that you can imagine (laughs) that's what prostitutes do by the way frank i'm just letting you know in his email he says two or three come to mind yes that's what happened so whatever disease or condition she was in the hospital for caused her to have a colostomy port installed in her abdomen now uh, first of all, I, I find this, this is where I, I find the story goes away. You would know what she was in the disease she was in the hospital for. If your friend were, you know, if this was an actual story, your friend would know. But anyway, I digress. And we all have seen and known people that have had a colostomy bag. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. It's nasty, by the way. And she began to sell that area of her body as well. Love the show. Keep it up, Frank. I believe that I, you know, I, I'm a, I, I, I believe that this could actually happen, which is kind of sad in my life that I believe that. But I think this is just an urban legend. I, I do. I think it's just an urban legend, a story that all firefighters and paramedics, after they do their clinical shadows, tell. It's one of those stories that they tell just to make everybody feel good. Now, I will say that if it is true nasty nastiness but i'm sure there's a website for it so uh, you know anything to make a buck but then thanks for the email frank i appreciate it very much it means a lot that you listen to the show and continue to email me your stories chewing the fat at the blaze.com
Subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.